Well, welcome into the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. We're all about connecting the folks of Johnson City to the small businesses in our town. And I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. Thanks for listening. And today I'd like to welcome Gary Kalogaris to the show. He's the owner of a, a number of ventures here in Johnson City, involved with a lot of stuff going on here in town. So, Gary, welcome in. Thank you very much. Appreciate the invitation. Man, thanks for being here. So we'll, we'll get to some of the business stuff here here in a sec. But but first, kind of kind of tell folks about you. Tell tell folks about Gary Kalogaris, which, by the way, is, uh, we we love saying that name. Fun, <laughs> you do a great fun name job. to say. <laughs> Not the easiest word I've heard every right. pronunciation in the world, but uh, you did great. You, you nailed it. So I'm uh, Gary Kalogaris. My family uh, started in the business here in 1938. My grandfather came over from uh, Corinth, Greece, and uh, migrated here and was a very teenager by himself, if you can believe that, and no, um, uh, had a Webster dictionary in his pocket and a hard worker and uh, worked hard and, and uh, started the Peerless Restaurant in 1938 and uh, my, my father and our family all kind of uh, over the years have jumped in uncles and aunts and did a lot of work and uh, really got to be part of the community and um, it's just been a always intrigued me when I was a young man hearing all the stories and yeah. little Chicago and things like that sure. and so I really got uh, days with it and when I was a teenager I just started uh, early teenager age I jumped in the restaurant and started working in it and Got passionate about that, and later on in life, um, got uh, more interested in the property development side, and yep. so been a great venture, and feel blessed. That's great. Um, so, talk a little bit about. Um, I love companies and families. You know, origin story coming over from from Greece as a teenager. Tell me about that story that you guys would would hear from him about being here as a teenager all by himself. Well, unfortunately, I didn't ever get to meet my grandfather. He passed yeah. before, but I heard the stories through my aunts yeah. and, and my father, of course. And and my mother also came from Athens, Greece, and my dad was in World War II and met my mom over there uh, at the end of his tour. And um, their families knew each other, and this the spark kind of happened. And they got married very, you know, within 45 days. Wow. One of the crazy stories. And uh, they lived a wonderful life and had 60, I believe, 68 years of marriage. And so it was kind of neat. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think it, the, the neat thing is there was a ton, like any in today's world, too, it's just challenging. And the stories I heard are really heart, you know, just met my heart very well because the, the, my grandfather worked extremely hard. Mm -hmm. And um, even at one time going through the Great Depression, he, the story was that he was working <clears throat> two to three jobs. Uh, and one time they said that one of his jobs, he fell asleep leaning on against the wall because he was so exhausted. And wow. uh, so it's kind of a heart-touching thing, but he, he started a great tradition, 1938, and today Johnson Cityans are still talking about it. And we, of course, have our challenges right now through the past several years, And uh, but we're, you know, um, ramping up and just trying to persevere. Yep, there you go. Uh, so let's talk about some of those um, perseverance and, and challenges and things like that. You, you've you've launched a number of, of businesses. You've been a part of a number of businesses. You know, from a from a key concepts perspective of um, here's our vision, here's what we're doing. Um, talk about as a CEO of, of uh, ventures. What what have you done, and and how do you lay that out there and say this is what we want to do? And then how do you bring people along with you to do that? That's a great question. Um, 
<clears throat> one of my people that I've always looked up to and kind of inspires me is Walt Disney because you think about what that you know man did and right. with a group of people. So um, it, it's you know it's really kind of he came with the term you know Imagineer. And so I feel like, you know, it takes that. You really have to, you know, put the effort into, and it takes a special person to do it. And I feel, you know, blessed that I feel like I might have some of those talents to do that. And so, but it, you have to really push yourself. And so some of it, it really is a, is a great question, but it's a huge question yeah. in a sense because – uh, some of it has to do with uh, just being in the marketplace, you know, going to uh, – I've done a lot of, like, going to um, conferences, you mm -hmm. know, from all around America, hospitality, yeah. um, AI, which is like a design um, for architects and engineers and, and – um, and interior work because i've done some design a lot of design work myself and then also um you know the you know the hospitality trade shows in chicago so you really kind of keep up with kind of what's going on but right. really you don't get any magic answers from those yeah you kind of start it just makes you start thinking about what are the possibilities and then you bring it back and you see other situations here and and like our town and our area and you think well how can i maybe come up with ideas to help apply some of those things and and then you have to you know everything's custom so you just it's a, an amazing amount of work um even i to this day um can't believe the amount of work that goes into it but it's a it's a process and it, it really is a beautiful thing at the end because you know after you go through lots of turbulent times mm -hmm. and lots of hard work and lots and lots and lots of hours at the end, you get something kind of like people come in and go, wow, this is really cool, or this is amazing. Yeah. And so it's it's a great experience. So, so let's talk about your all's, your family's most recent uh, venture. Tell, yeah. tell folks about that. Well, it's Burger and Barrel, mm -hmm. and we have a part two of that, and it's The Gather at J.C. Depot. And so, <clears throat> you know, for a long time, you know, I think our city uh, planners and commissions and mayors and everybody um, has done a great job with downtown Johnson City. Yep. At one time there, it was kind of a tough place to come Struggling. and see. He was a yeah. little, you know, a little depressed, you know, yeah. looking. <laughs> and it uh, went on for many, many years, decades. And, uh, of course, our family history started here in 1938, yep. downtown right. Johnson City. So, you know, there's a part of me root, even though we've been big North Johnson City people. Yeah. My dad's one that kind of got that thing going out in North Johnson City at the time. We we're big fans of that, but we also were fans for our deep roots of starting downtown. So we came down here, and I just kind of kept my eye on it. And um, and really, I kind of wanted to do something, but I just didn't know what. So I went multiple years down here looking mm -hmm. at buildings and so forth. But there was really no just magic space until yeah. we saw the you know the sitting there for a number of years yeah. the, the depot yeah and so we reached out and um lots of talk lots of negotiations months and months and and but the whole process came in within a year and really really quickly we had to figure out what we were going to do we, that only took weeks okay uh and it was amazing like we walked through and just really did the you know uh, imagination and, and and uh just trying to think what can we do here to make this work and right. so that was a process because we really took our roots and how we do our process which is you know been started in 1938 so it's real deep traditions and today those things don't happen in the hospitality business and one of the people that we deal with and are like uh, food purveyors the national you know, like we don't you don't see that anymore you know right. they're like well, really you really want to do that and i'm like yeah, we, yeah we've been doing it for a while <laughs> so it's an extra process but it gives you a different totally different result than than what 
kind of the tr- trends are. We took the history of downtown train station. Okay. Uh, we incorporated that. We took our history yeah. and we incorporated that. We merged those two things together. We took the new ideas of how to do you know full service and limited service and offering lots of you know variety. And so we put all this in one new package and created it, and every inch has to be created <laughs> from the design of the place to the actual systems. And um, it is a process, and it all got done, everything from A to Z, including the renovations, in 12 months. So. That's, that's remarkable, considering you know, everything that you've done to, to get it up and running. When, you are, when you're imagining, right, you're the imagineering uh, this concept, and then you say, okay, this is what we're going to do. How do you get buy-in from the employees? And, you know, I know some of them are family, obviously, <laughs> yes. and so they're bought in because it's family, right? right. And, then, and then how do you take that to the next step and, and have your employees and, and your customers say, yeah, this is, this is great. I love where you're going with right. this. Right. Well, that's a great question as well. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think first and foremost, I have to kind of sell myself. and. Yep. And, and I have to try to come up with it because a lot of it does come from the original part. I usually try to kind of think these ideas. But sure. then I start asking other people their opinion, of course, and bringing their group or team together. But before I do that, I really try to see if I really want to go down that direction, you yeah. know. And uh, so it takes me, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys that, I don't sleep a lot at night. You know, people are like, I'm sure you don't, and I really don't. I've been, I've got high energy, and I'm, I'm yeah. blessed with that. But, um, you know, I, I think a lot, and especially late in the, in the evenings and sometimes earlier in the morning. And I just basically really <clears throat> see it all in my head, you know, yeah. and I just process it through. Once I feel like I'm past that, mm-hmm. and I like it, and I'm sold myself on the idea, then I go out, and then I can really kind of talk about it. Yeah. And so – that part um you got to build a lot of energy especially if you're like if i'm really behind the product like i was yeah. behind the downtown and i just uh start being a good salesman <laughs> to right. my, yeah. my family That's or it. our staff and sometimes i tell them and they look at me and they're a little blank in the face okay. and i'm like okay i got more work to do right. to try to communicate better so i work on my communication skills sure. and try to be uh build a picture in their head what i'm seeing in mine yeah and um, and it it's a process, and it's funny. One of our one of the guys does fantastic work for us. He's our project manager. He, he's you know we we I, we talked about this whole process, and then about halfway through the downtown, he got real excited one day. I could tell his energy level yeah. was super high, and I said, "Well, what's up?" He goes, I, "I'm really seeing it now. I see it." Okay. You know, so he yeah. really saw the full picture. Right. And so, but you know, he's got great a vision himself. But you know, again, it's me trying to communicate what That's I'm right. trying to do. Yeah. And so. Um, it's a it's a great thing, and it's great to see the buy-in uh, for our staff, the family, and if it also, you know, you mentioned family business. If it wasn't for our family all being involved, like I have three sons and a wife, felt, and you know, and then I have a sister who who's you know now kind of got retired, but she's very still involved in right. supporting the family and everything we do, and it has been for years. So at the end of the day, you know, it's um, all those people. You know, when I remember yeah. I told my sister what I was thinking, I, I was ready to get hit. I thought, oh, she's going to hit me. <laughs> and uh, and then she was like, oh, that's a great idea. Oh, and I was like, of, oh, and it yes. gave me the energy to kind of move yeah. forward with confidence. It. So, yes, yeah, confidence. Just having an extra person to say, you know, some of that validation. It is. Spurs us on, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about um, 
burger and barrel. Mm-hmm. And the the burger part spelled a little bit different. Yeah. Is there a story behind that? And, there, and the, tell folks like how it's spelled. There is. Seen it's it on a, the sign yet. We'll call it capital uh, B-U-R-G apostrophe yep. little r yep. and barrel. And uh, the and is a little bit, the uh, and symbol is kind of a little, is a little whimsical looking, which adds yep. a little fun to it, you know, and a little oversized. And there's a lot of just great things there. But the reason why we call that burger, and, and really it has a lot to do with like when it started, you know, back at the Peerless days, we would yep. take our all our beef, we have a special grind, and it's a special blend that no one really does. A lot of people just go buy chuck around and sure. they grind it, and that's what you see at grocery stores. But we blend ours with premium, you know, and so that's why we spell it different, because it is different. It's not the same burger you're going to get anywhere else. And then we, what we did is we took those things for years, and they, these people say we had the best burger in town. And we had very good, even at the Peerless, you know, believe it yeah. or not, people think, well, that's a little nicer steakhouse. But we sold a ton of burgers. <laughs> burgers. Right. And so that's kind of what got me thinking. And then also people love a, a great burger. And then yep. during COVID, one thing that kind of happened with me is, you know, restaurant and the hospitality business took a huge tumble it just hurt the yeah. hospitality business a great deal and but one thing is you know you go out and you get to go food or whatever and the whole time i kept going gosh it just all tastes the same and <laughs> it didn't matter what the label was it just you know the right. label of the company that's selling it it was yeah. just basically the same quality so that's what got me thinking you know we need something in this town that people can really say hey that's quality and that's yeah. super unique and I knew our story was unique, and so I just took that and modernized our burgers, and we created a dozen. We brought, uh, you know, air, you know, like we have a cheese from Asheville, and it's cheddar, and they make, you know, it's done there. We have local farms and the local chicken. We brought chicken in the menu, pork. And even though we got the word burger up there, mm-hmm. about 35 or 40 percent of our sales are pork and chicken because we got a phenomenal smoked pork and a beef brisket and so and people see that they're like wow there's more to this yeah. place and and then uh we take those items and we make the we build these unique burgers and when people come in they ask me often like well gosh here's like 10 burgers which one would i get <laughs> right and my answer is always same like which one's the best to ask and i'm like you need to really look at that menu yeah because the one i think is the the one that i would shy away from the most is the classic because you know even though it's great meat great bun you know, it's still kind of the basic toppings, sure. but we've got so many other things to appeal to. And when people do that, they're like, you just made my choice a lot harder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm hearing that a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need you to, like, dial it in a little bit and give me something to go When they for. read that, they're like, we now don't know what to get. Yep. I had a guy last night came in, and he, he, was, he was really a sweet, him and his wife, and and he was super excited, and he said he'd been there four times, and he's had four different burgers. Yeah. He said they've all been phenomenal, and now his goal is to go through all of them. He wants to taste them all. So okay. I thought that was great. Hey, you have a little token or something yeah, like that. Yeah, no, I thought that's a good idea. Token. I might do that. Yeah. That's kind of got me that idea too. Yeah, that's I a good idea. Cool. That's what I would think too. Um, so what's your what's your vision for um, for for that restaurant? Like, where do you see it going in the future, and and what kind of uh, vision do you have for it? Well, we uh, one of the things is that I feel like the restaurant hospitality business is going to, and it already has changed a lot with to go and so forth. And sure. so, we're we're changing a lot of the way we do business. And one of the systems that we 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 got with this one, and we're just it's been a, a, a process through opening. And um, because these days the hurdles are huge, and it, yeah. and and what used to be like you pick up the phone and you got that done in a day or two, can take months now. Yeah. So you do that every time on a thousand different processes. You, you, yeah. you really got a long progress. process. Yeah, it's, it's really a work right. of Well said. So at the bottom line, we are going to be offering more convenient things. One of the things that we've started in 
and is that like just to just to get on the wait list is super easy you just go to google you do join our wait list you literally no registration 10 seconds later you put your name and how many people are coming and it shoots you a text and it updates you you know like wilson party four um mm-hmm. you know you get 25 minutes and you arrive you don't need to check in the host station and then it says your table is now ready and then you just come in so super simple you yeah. know and so we've been working on systems like that, but also on to-go food. So now you'll be able to, just now this past week, you're able to go on our, um, not all our food on the menu, but a lot mm-hmm. of it is, yeah. where you can go on there and you can get order to-go, put your credit card in, there's no additional fees, whatever, and you process it, it tells you, updates you, and it'll text you when the re- the food's ready. That's great. And so, you know, we're working on all those kind of things to, to, to get our processes. But again, just to pick the box and the right <laughs> box and the steam right. in the box, and I mean, yeah. it, it's amazing the level just to, you know and we all just kind of go and open a box or get it to go but we don't realize the work that goes involved in every business and the details to make it just perfect so we're we think i try to break the process down always and everything i do no matter what okay. it is in the hospitality business and i think like every little teeny thing is unique and to us uh, from the menu the way it looks to the way it reads to our process how to make those foods Everything is very, very specific, not just thrown together. Right. Um, What's the magic question, I guess, then? (laughs) How do I get a to-go box, leave a restaurant, and have the same quality food when I get home? That's a very great question. I don't think that you're ever going to get the exact yeah. same quality. And, I, and I'm like that. See, I'm a very quality-oriented person. So sometimes yeah. I get it, and I'm like, first thing I do is kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, this is not where I want it to be. You know? yeah. How am I going to do that? Right. So I think one of the things that I've noticed is a simple thing. People will laugh, and they think, God, oh, you're you know, kind of sophisticated with the food thing. But, and you'll laugh at this. But one of the things, if you get an order to go, we wrap our burgers in uh, and, and wax paper. And the reason why it kind of okay. keeps the steam and it keeps the moisture. So other than just laying it in the box, sure. a lot of people do, we actually wrap it. Okay. And the other thing is, and it's amazing, I, just, I call it a refresh, but if you just take that at home yeah. and beside, before you even open it, just stick it in the microwave for 10 seconds. Okay. It really brings back that life. 10 seconds and you're okay. like pretty close to where you'd be. Okay. Um, fries are harder because yeah. <laughs> you can't put those <laughs> right. in the microwave. Right. But sometimes uh, – so I like getting to-go food, but yeah. I want it to be really good. And so, you know, little tricks like that, you can make quick adjustments or maybe fill your oven on before you leave. Okay. And <clears throat> stick it in there for 10 minutes with the fries or five minutes for the fries, and yeah. it just freshes them up. So Okay. Um, or you can just eat it like it is and say, well, it's not perfect today, but that's right. as we want it to be. Well, that's why I love recording, because <laughs> these are all things that we can go back, and I can be like, okay, yeah, check, check, <laughs> check, check, check that out. Um, so for then from um, the perspective of, of this business in particular, um, when you look at um, your um, – how do you want to say it? Like your sales pitch, mm-hmm. right? Um, if somebody said, we got a ton of great restaurants all over Johnson City. No need to disparage any of them, obviously, because sure. we've got so many Absolutely. great restaurants. Sure. But the question is, is, like, if a new person comes to town, and we got folks out of town that listen to this, and then they come in and they visit, you know, what's your sales pitch of, hey, this is why you need to come check us out? Sure. Absolutely. That's a great question. Well, I think the great the, the sales pitch is, is something that started in 1938 and really started in 1908. So the train station, 1908. Yeah. So you're in a historic building, and it's it's a place where thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of people have gone through. Yeah. 
And so it's just, uh, you know, stories back from, hey, when I was a little kid, I went to the train station to when they were at war, the soldiers got there and went yeah. to the train. I mean, just amazing to be able to sit there and have a, a social beverage or, a, you know, a nice handcrafted appetizer right. and sit there and be amongst that history in a fire pit or something like that. Sure. So I think that's one thing is to come and see, you know, what this truly is John City because every yeah. train station is different. That's right. Even though they're similar, they're not exactly the no, same. Right. So that's one, and that's something that appealed to us. The other thing is, is our history since 1938. I mean, those dressings, like for our salads, which we're super well-known for, our yep. famous Grecian, which yep. we sell, the Pearl's famous Grecian there, and our other dressings, we make everything from scratch. So when people come in, you know, they're getting that tradition, that, and it's some traditions that are really long lost in the hospitality, as I mentioned. And so they get that as well as that unique, you know, historic train building and then the other thing is that we're doing stuff here now that i don't know that really anybody's doing we're doing the self-pouring beer outside it's a mm -hmm. beer wall yeah uh, we have full service cocktails out there and beer as well but we have the self-pour and it's kind of like a german style beer garden it's really yep. fun you can come in you can qr code uh, an appetizer or mm -hmm. a light plate we will be eventually serving some light foods out there soon and uh, you can grab yourself a beer, and you can work on the internet. We have high-speed internet there for people. Had a guy the other day, he jumped in, he's by himself, he brought his laptop, he grabbed a beer, it was 5.30, he grabbed an appetizer QR code, 20 minutes later, he just walked out. Yep. Never, you know, other than the food runner coming out, sure. super easy. Yeah. So I think that's part of what we're doing, and it's unique, so. Thank you, Bright Ridge, and thank you for the fiber. Yes, thank internet, you, right? thank you, Bright Ridge Fiber. Rock. Shout out, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Saved right. us. laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of um, you know community kind of coming together um, to uh, to make something like this work. So absolutely, um, and people are excited about that. You know, it's neat to reach out to those people. They, you know, even the local branded companies. You know, they just they they yeah. see what you're doing, they get excited. Yeah. Oh, I I agree. It's always a benefit for even. Um, I call it kind competition. Yes, right. It like is. we're we're all competing. Right? Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember somebody saying, even coming to a ball game, like I'm I'm not competing against any other sports. I'm just trying to get them up off the couch. <laughs> come to the ball <laughs> there game. You go. Um, and so you know, us being able to work together and see each other's success, I think you know, we have an abundance mentality of you know, I don't have to win, right? And you don't have to fail. Like we right. can both all win. be very positive in nature. A exactly. And that's what I love seeing too. Yeah. So you talked about you know some of these things that we're we're not seeing a lot. You know, self pours. You know, some of this to go. Some of um, when you're setting your reservation. Some of these trending. Um, mm -hmm pieces of technology um, or a way of doing uh, business what else is kind of all right so you're starting to implement that stuff what else are you seeing maybe around the country or maybe some of the conferences that you're going to that mm -hmm. you're like man we're not doing that yet but i can mm -hmm. see where this could be so what's kind of trending in the world of hospitality well i think just just super quick service and convenience yeah. is really where it's at. And, of course, it, it's funny because, like, the grocery stores there for a long time were having a hard time, but then they yeah. started getting into that. That's right. But, you know, the grocery store food is grocery store food. Even yeah. though it's, you know, some of their convenience food is not too bad, it still kind of tastes. Yeah. Sitting there for hours and things, and yeah. it's not always, you know, what I expect and want. So I think there's, you know, there's a niche for that. And so I think um, – 
you know, we'll see more of that. I kind of see the big restaurants and, you know, the Peerless there for one time seated 600 people. Yeah. And so, you know, those days, are, I think, are gone. You know, really, I do. I think now it's about variety and offering as much variety as you can as far as when I say variety. I'm not, not starting talking about the menu selections, even though that has to be there. But I'm talking about variety of how to, how to take care of a customer, sure. what their needs are. Either it's quick or low. You come in and have great, you know, full service or you can have limited service. You can come in and have a Coke and leave or, yep. you know, whatever you want to do, you know, yeah. but I think that's where it's going and that's what we're doing there. Uh, our, our footprint is not very small in the train station. You know, yeah. you, it's amazing. I drive down the circle sometimes in the evening and right. it's been, we've been blessing a huge, you know, packed parking lot almost nightly. But, but when I drive by, you know, it's, it's like a train. Go- I mean, literally it's yeah. like, it's a, it's a process going to the all the way to the end of the building. Yeah. So I think, um, the one great part is you, you don't really have to do a lot of cardio. You just go to work. <laughs> <laughs> we look down at our apps at night and That's we're right. like six and seven miles wow. of work, you know, yes. and it's a, what we're as the family are kind of comparing apps like who, right. who won today that's right my wife is uh le- leads that a lot of she's course. like i'm 7.4 tonight <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh, there might be something y'all can uh, have a little family competition yeah um so so gary where can uh where can people go to find you find uh your businesses you know and possibly connect with you well, uh, I think our, you know, and in, in where we've been in the business and people, you know, know our brand is the in the hospitality side is Peerless and, and now Burger and Barrel as well. Um, you know, all the other big, you know, for, for business people um, or people that are not necessarily business, but some business oriented, mm-hmm. they know us as Peerless Properties and Development. Right. And so we do so a lot of that. that. Yeah, that's been a, a phenomenal. You know, my dad started it years ago and kind of started the shopping center business. Yeah. And um, over the years, I've been in it for 30 years myself. And um, what I was able to do in the, <clears throat> was it started back when we had in like 2007, we had a really bad financial crisis. And so we were seeing businesses before we kind of came in, they kind of knew what they wanted to do and they did it. But then as time has happened since then, it became very challenging and mm-hmm. also the codes and laws have changed. Yeah. And so it's just super complex now to be able to just have a dream to open up a little business, right. whatever it may be. And so it's a process that's beyond. So as I was opening restaurants mm-hmm. and, and hospitality design is very difficult because you literally have to plan every square inch yep. And every and that includes a reflected ceiling plan, so it all has to match. And whereas offices, you you, know, you put in fluorescent lighting, it's right. super easy. So, so I, doing all the hospitality side I, years ago, I thought, well, gosh, you know, to do an office is this is a breeze, <laughs> right. you know, like right. big time. Exactly. And so, uh, but then the, the Imagineering part, really I started coming coming in in that years, and I'm like, you know, businesses want an edge, right? Yep. So I'm thinking they know that, but they don't necessarily know how to get there. Sure. And so what I would do is I found that really quickly I could uh, adapt to whatever they were doing and um, – and, and help bring in some new design elements to their business and mm-hmm. ideas. And if they would, of course, move or even if they were there. Yeah. And some of it was super simple. Some of it was just ideas. But what I started doing is reaching out to people and meeting them. And I really had no expectations. And what we it just started working immediately. And people were very happy and made me feel warm and fuzzy because they were happy. And right. they felt, you know, like they they, you know, 
it was a relationship they felt blessed with and yeah. you know and it helped them their business uh one example of that is like the olive oil divine people they're yeah. just the nicest people and they right. came in to me and said hey we want to do this we're on limited budget we want something unique and you know it's like let's let's figure this out and let's do this thing and uh and we went through this whole process of just sitting down and 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 we kind of you know they they knew where they wanted to go but okay. they knew they wanted something nice but all together, we sit down and did it. At the end, they just were super grateful, and we're still friends this day, even though they're our customers, you know, like, you know, our clients, whatever. Yeah. They just, you know, it's just great to see them and see them doing well. And so now I think they're in the Food City stores and yeah. on the Internet That's even, it. maybe. So yeah. they're doing some great things and growing. So, you know, that has just been a great process. And and as we all personally grow in life, I, fit, I found real quick that I really enjoyed doing that. And I felt like I had the capability. So we've now called it Peerless Projects Development. Our tagline is building business because really that's what we do. Yeah. We have a little leaf on there. As, you know, our, so over the years, I mean, it's been, you know, even the big brands uh, that have nowhere they want to be, they yep. still want to hear see your vision. Uh, Talbots or Joseph mm-hmm. Banks and, right. and so, or, you know, uh, you know, we had a new group. It's uh, Wiker, and mm-hmm. we have another group that's that uh, you know, an Ed Jones office. But she, you know, she's a franchisee, yeah. and so she, you know, so it's just neat to to work with these people. And I just get a a, a really high energy. And yeah. our center's grown, and our other properties have grown. We do you know multiple centers now, and uh, we worked with international clients like Aldi when yep. we brought them here to Johnson City. So. It's just been a great process, and it's been, it's been something I've loved doing. And really, I, I feel super blessed because I can do two things I really love in right. life, but it does take all away some of your personal time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, there's a lot of synergy there with, with hospitality and then with Peerless mm-hmm. Properties. It is. And yeah. and I I can see your heart and, and you lighting up when you have the opportunity to partner with your businesses. So mm-hmm. I think building businesses, is, is, that's a great motto for you guys because that's really truly is. what you're doing because mm-hmm. – it's a big part of, of it's awesome. Of their I just business. love it. Yeah, that really is great. Um, well, Gary, thanks for thanks for being here today. Well, that um, went fast. <laughs> yeah. So I just want to let folks know today's episode is brought to us by United Way of East Tennessee Highlands. Our local United Way is built to keep um, our businesses here in town and its employees involved in the community through giving and volunteering opportunities. Right. Studies have actually shown that 92% of consumers that view or they, they view brands positively when they're involved in the community and um, supporting a cause. So uh, if they support a cause, um, you know, United Way is a good one. So if you need to plug in, find a community partner that's right for you, we definitely hope our listeners will check out the United Way here in awesome. uh, East Tennessee. Um, so, Gary, thank you for being here today. Thank you, Ryan. Thank um, you. We'd also like to thank the listener for dropping into the show today. Please Hello, subscribe everyone. to the podcast. Yeah, let them know. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Maypop Media and our sound engineer, Mitch McGarry, who's always responsible for romancing your ears. <laughs> this is the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. And until next time, keep living your life by design. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you.